This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, we'd like to encourage anyone looking for help with their digital marketing to get in touch with Site Visibility. Whether you have a burning digital marketing question, or you're looking for an agency to work with, they'd love to hear from you. Give them a call, plus 441273733433, or you can fill out the form at sitevisibility.co.uk slash contact. Alternatively, you can talk to either Scott or Sean via the live chat function on the site. They'd be happy to help. Now, today I'm joined by Bastian Ernst, founder of Wild Audience, uh, and you're based in Barcelona, aren't you, Bastian? That's correct, Annie. That's correct. And uh, I have to ask, because it is a bit of a tradition on this podcast, what's the weather doing in Barcelona right now? <laughs> it's actually super hot. Um, is it? I was just before I went to work, I went to the beach. Um, there's like a little you know, gym right at the beach, and I always go there in the morning and do my workout. You know, you look at the, the ocean, it's super fun. Oh, wow. That sounds amazing. I must come down. I have been to Barcelona, <laughs> actually, but it, it was quite a while ago. Now, um, I'm quite um, thrilled to be talking today because uh, we'll, we'll get onto that in a minute. But before we get into the to the nuts and bolts of, of why we're having a chat today um, and respect-based marketing, which is what you do, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and Wild Audience. Yeah, sure. So I run a company called Wild Audience. Wild Audience is known for two things. The first thing is respect-based marketing. And the second thing is relationship funnels. Okay. Yeah. Relationship funnel is basically a sales funnel, a sales process that uses respect-based marketing. Right. Um, And that's the two things we do. And that's how we make our money. Uh, That's what we help other people to implement. Um, And yeah, we're we're loving it. Now, in a minute, I'm going to ask you to tell us about your journey and how you got there. But just before we do that, I'm just interested in, from your mindset, uh, what's sort of wrong with the established marketing methods, particularly sort of online marketing methods today, in your opinion? Yeah. You know, before I was doing what I do now, which is respect-based marketing, I was pretty much doing what everyone else is still doing and and did in the past. Um, Basically, you know, I was doing marketing. I I was relying on discounts, on on promotions, weekly promotions, monthly promotions. You know, I took like excuses like day of happiness and day of X and day of Y just to run another promotion, just to keep revenue afloat and coming in, right? Yes. I was using urgency, I was using scarcity, count on timers, I was doing product launches, and the best thing was I was doing everything at the same time, right? So it was very much dependent on these launches and promotions and and high-pressure sales tactics. And remember very vividly, there's one promotion that I did and it just didn't work out since my, you know, my monthly revenue was dependent on these promotions. I was screwed. My entire revenue was screwed. I couldn't pay my people and so on. I was like, okay, never, ever again. I want to you know, move away from these promotions and high-pressure sales tactics because it just didn't feel like me. Mm. I, just, I just didn't want to use that anymore. Um, and instead, I wanted, I wanted to try something else. And that's basically evergreen marketing, right? Evergreen systems, evergreen sales process, letting people buy your products and services 24-7, 365. And then instead of using you know, high-pressure sales tactics, we use something else. We base our marketing on never changing elements, business elements like relationship, 
trust, authority, buying beliefs. And then we combine this with super fun, uh, smart funnel automation, and that's when we get super awesome results, right? We get email open rates and click-through rates, which are 10, 20x the norm. Uh, we Instead of converting at half a percent or 1%, we convert at 6, 7, 8, 10%, right? And that's not our, that's not, these are not our numbers. These are our clients' numbers. Mm. And the reason for that is, we just don't do what, the, what most people do. We don't rely on these fake scarcity tactics, but instead we have our foundation in relationships, trust, authority, and buying beliefs. I'm interested in in the steps that your I keep saying your journey. How long did it take you to realize that you you were sort of doing the the wrong approach? What what are the sort of key points in your journey into this this mode of marketing? Yeah, I mean, you know, the transition took some time because, you know, there wasn't something out like I since we coined the term respect based marketing, we, we got the URL and everything. Uh, it was just something I discovered over time and, and just put one piece in after each other and removed some of the old stuff step by step mm. until we had, you know, an enter new process, uh, which is basically what we can talk about in a couple of minutes. But it, it's, it, you know, it's, it's the, the awesome stuff about it is that people actually enjoy being sold to. The number one reason why people become our clients and customers is they go through our sales funnel or through our relationship funnel and they're like, wow, I want to have the same exact sales experience I want to offer to my tribe, to my people as well. That's the number one reason why people become our customers because they really enjoy it. And that's how you move minds, um, you know, minds, thoughts and, and also wallets, right? And that's what we do with respect-based marketing. Yeah. And it was a journey which took some time, of course. Now let's get into the essence of, of the approach because he talked about uh, what was the term he used? It was relationship funnel, wasn't it? Yeah, um, exactly. I'm really interested in that. What's the difference between a relationship funnel and a normal funnel? <laughs> I know this sounds very slightly <laughs> dodgy, but we're talking in terms of uh, marketing machines here, aren't we? Yeah, I mean the main difference is that we um, we are fueled by respect based marketing, and um, you know the way it works, a sales funnel optimizes to sell. Right. That's the goal of a sales funnel. A relationship funnel optimizes for something else. We optimize for two things. The first thing is we want to get the right people engaged with us in our content. So engagement is key for us, getting the right people engaged. The first thing we optimize for. The second thing is we optimize our whole relationship funnel to install buying beliefs because a sales process is a reflection of your belief system. Right. And that's what we do. So we focus on these two things. Once we do this, everything else takes care of itself. Now, you mentioned uh, about automation as well, which I found rather interesting. I know you may not want to go into into sort of like uh, sort of a lot of detail, but what's the essence of how automation comes into this process? Yeah. So the way it works is like this. So imagine you have a company, right? So you have your own company and Basically, what you want to do is uh, you want to make people aware that your product or service exists. You want to establish a relationship. You want to get them to pull up the credit card and pay you money. And then you want to tell them, you want to get them to tell all their friends about you, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we do it, right? So usually we need some of some sort of traffic. This could be, you know, there are 19 different traction channels. You choose your tra uh, traction channels. For example, let's say paid advertising like uh, Facebook ads. Okay, it's a simple example. That's why we're going to choose this. So you run your ads on Facebook, right? You gotta run, you're going to send people somewhere, right? Yeah. And we send them to a PDF, right? It's, a, it's called a lead magnet in marketing language. And basically the idea is there are lots of people hanging out on Facebook and we want to start controlling the traffic. We want to start controlling conversation because if you just have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, a YouTube channel, and we have lots of likes and people commenting, 
if Facebook, YouTube, or Google changes the algorithm, you are dependent on them, right? Yeah. Uh, you may lose your reach. What you want to do is you want to take the traffic from all these platforms and put it into your pocket. You want to you change or turn traffic that you don't control into traffic that you do control. And the way to do it is through the key, which is the email address, okay? Yeah. So you want to collect email addresses. And the way to do it is through an exchange. And that exchange is, hey, you have this problem. You know what? I've created this free PDF to help you solve the problem, right? Yeah. In order to get it, they need to sign up the, with their email address. But we don't stop there. That's how you, how everyone does it, right? So we use something that is called lead opt-in bucketing. Yeah. Right? And that's basically, we tell them, hey, we have this awesome PDF, right? And if you want it, just tell us what your biggest problem right now is so that we can send you our best ebook, our best PDF, right? So that they have a multiple, like a single choice of four or five options. They click their biggest problem, then they enter the email address and, and, and first name. And then on the thank you page, it says, hey, thanks for signing up for the PDF. It's on your way. You know what? I've created a six lesson course. It's for free and it helps you to solve problem X. And guess what? Here, we customize and personalize the content on the website, which says exactly what they just told us. They said, told us when they sign up, I have problem X, and then we tell them, hey, I have a free course. It helps you to solve problem X. And what we do here is we're getting people to micro-invest. We want to get them to raise their hands, right? Yeah. Because once you do this, they opt in. They decide, yes, I want to be part of this email sequence. Because what everyone does is they send, you know, they get people with a lead magnet into their funnel, and then they send automated emails. Email one, two, three, four. We don't do it. We ask for permission. We get them to raise their hand and micro into invest into our email sequence, into our free course, right? Yeah. So now we do this. We tell them, hey, there's a free course. Um, you want to be part of it? Yes, I want to be part of this. All right, before they can be part of it, they need to go through a course onboarding process, which is basically a survey of four questions. And what we want to know is we want to know their problem. We want to know their goal so that we can then create an email sequence which bridges the gap from the goal, uh, from the problem to the goal, right? So we ask them four to five questions. We take the, the data, we collect the data and put it into our ESP. That could be Active Campaign, Infusionsoft, uh, and whatnot, right? Drip, yeah. right? We store the data there. Now we have data, right? We know exactly what the problem is, what the goal is, and now we can just you know, fill in the blanks in our funnel. Hey, you told us you have problem X. Hey, you told us you have you know goal X or Y, right? And then we put the messaging into our funnel, into our emails, into our bot messages, into Facebook ads, and so on, right? We customize and personalize the experience. Once you do this, inside the emails, right? So John's email is gonna be different than Mary's email. It's the same email, but we use custom content inside of the emails to be personal based on what they just told us, yeah. right? And what we do here is we send them relevant content based on the data, and the goal here is to install buying beliefs. When I say, all right, what is a buying belief? What the hell is a, a buying, buying belief? Right? belief. So, yeah, what is that, yeah. right? So yeah. let's chat about it, really important. You as the business owner, someone who sells something, a service or product, you gotta think about the following question. The question is the following: um, What what does a ideal what does my ideal customer needs to believe before he or she can accept the desire or need uh, of my product or service? Right. Yeah. So what are the things they need to believe? If they don't believe one or two out of these all of these beliefs, they won't be able to pull up the credit card and pay you money. Right. So you gotta take a you know piece of paper and pen, write down all these beliefs, and then put them into your emails, put them onto your landing pages, put them onto your sales page, and so on. So they go through the flow, through the funnel, and while they read, while they consume your content, which is educational content, valuable but not incomplete. Right. You don't want to give away everything. Yeah. While they read that. They install all these buying beliefs, okay? They, all these buying beliefs gets installed. And then once they are, you know, after email seven or four, they then see an offer, 
right? And instead of just, you know, pushing the offer right after sign up, hey, you just signed up, you want to buy this? We first go them through a buying belief installing process, yeah. right? And then once they see the sales page, the webinar, the sales call, whatever the conversion event is, boom. You talk to someone who has already all buying beliefs installed, who believes that what you have is what they need, right? Now think about the sales conversation. It's going to be very easy, yeah. right? Um, and that's what we do. So it sounds in essence like you're, uh, you've got a sort of a, a system that attempts to bespoke itself for the needs of the client, but what also uses or which also uses um, the psychology of the client? Would that be a fair description? Yeah, it's, it's, we combine human psychology with smart funnel automation, right? Yeah. That's what we do. So I'm guessing that, that uh, there might be quite a few different possible paths in your sales funnel. Does it, uh, I said funny then, funnel. Does it get quite mm. complicated to track? Um, so basically, these tracts are called buckets, right? And, yeah. and we put people people into buckets after sign up. So when we ask them, hey, do you have problem X, Y, Z, or whatever? So there's yes. four different questions. Each problem reflects a, a group of people. And this group of people, the name for that is called bucket, right? Yeah. And instead of just writing... so. You, an email sequence is seven emails, let's say, right? And bridges the gap from problem to goal and sends them to the sales page in the end. Yeah. Instead of now writing four different email sequences for each bucket, we have one email sequence. But then in each email, one or two or three or four sentences, we make dynamic, meaning it's customized to each bucket, right? Yes. Instead of saying, this will help you with your consulting business, we say, we change that to, hey, this will help you with your software business and so on, right? This will help you to overcome problem X versus problem Y, right? So that we talk to them directly, if that makes sense. And what sort of results are you, are you seeing with this approach? Yeah, so the best thing to do here is to go to wildaudience.com slash love. It's yeah. basically a love page. You can scroll for like probably five minutes. There's a lot of screenshots in there, screenshots and, and videos. But basically what we get is the following. The average email open rate is between 20 and 30%, and we get average between 50 and 70%. So if you go through that page, you will see screenshots of customers and clients getting 7% click, uh, open rates and so on. So above 50% is the average for wild audience customers instead of 20 to 25, right? Yeah. Click rates, um, between normally an average 2 to 3%, we get 30 plus percent, right? Now think about it. If you send an email to 10,000 people, right, and you get 3% click, clicking from the email to the sales page, you expose... 300 people, right, from 10,000 people, right? If you get 30% click rate, you expose way more people to your sales pitch. Now, guess what? It's just simple math that you will convert more. Even if the sales conversion rate is the same, you will convert more buyers because you have more people clicking and checking out your page because the engagement is key. And that's why we optimize our marketing, our messaging to get the right people engaged. We don't, we don't optimize to get everyone engaged, just the right ones, right? And that's how we do it. That's fantastic. So um, looking for one, if there's one thing for our listeners to think about uh, conceptually based on what we've spoken about mm -hmm. today, Basim, what might that be? The most important thing is, is the belief system. Is That's the most important thing. Surprisingly, many people have never heard about this belief system. It's basically, you know, you have a belief system. I have a belief system, right? Everyone who listens has a belief system. What is a belief system? You have a certain beliefs about certain things. And that's always based on experiences. You walk through life and something happens, right? Based on that experience, your brain tells a story, right? And this then, this story will then be a belief. I believe X because I saw this and this must be true, right? And if you now, you know, if you go to a supermarket and believe 
oranges are not good because you had a bad orange once and now you hate oranges, yeah. you will never go into the supermarket and buy an orange, right? So if I want to sell you that orange, I first need to discuss, um, see that you have a bad belief. Um, it's called a false belief. Mm. And then break it, break that false belief and reinstall the right one. Right. So you got to break the wrong, uh, the, the old one, the false one, and then reinstall the right one. And that's what you do as a marketers. What are the certain beliefs? Break all the wrong ones and install the new ones. And then once you do, once you then expose them to the offer, you give them the opportunity to buy. Right. And they actually believe what you, what you have is what they need. Right. Well, Bastian, thanks so much for coming on. How can our listeners find out more about you and uh, Wild Audience? So the best thing is if you want to see this in action, right? If everything, what you, if you like what we just talked about, what I suggest to do is to go to wildaudience.com slash podcast, wildaudience.com slash podcast. And basically you will arrive on a page, you can download an ebook, which walks you through the entire process step by step. It will explain how to implement this. And then once you do this, my entire funnel, my entire relationship funnel will actually play out, right? We'll roll out, you will see all these different emails, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, and everything will gonna be customized to what um, you put into the segmentation process. So you will, you will love it. So wildartist.com slash podcast. And uh, we'll get those, those links in the show notes as well if you pass those down, Bastian. Awesome, Andy. Thanks so much. And thanks to our audience for listening. Show notes are in the usual place, sitevisibility.co.uk slash podcast. Um, if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. If you have questions or suggestions, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. You can tweet at sitevisibility. Uh, we have a site visibility group on LinkedIn. So that's all from me, Andy. And it's all from Bastian. Thanks so much, Andy. Ciao, ciao. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing.